0: Welcome into the End in the Money podcast for com For Saturday, February 12th at Oakland Park, we are going to take a look at the late pick four, including two grade threes. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. First of the grade threes, Jim leads off the late pick four. It's the grade three by a co-op, where Phillies and mayors four and up at a mile and a 16th. A couple of strong contenders from the Brad Cox barn in there. Where did you land?
1: I had a real hard time separating these horses. Um, I I think you can make a case for at least five of them to win the race. I settled on coach, and the reason I settled on coach is I like the outside draw in the seven-horse field. Uh, I think Santana should be able to uh, pick his spots and, and maybe lay off the early speed and, and run them down, down the stretch. I also like the fact that Coach has won two in a row by open links, two links and three links, and has improved his buyer from 79 to 91. Now, one question mark I've got, is that because they were on muddy and sloppy tracks? And I don't think he's going to get that on Saturday at Oakland. But going in the right direction, third race off a layoff, uh, lots of reasons to like him. Two for five at Oakland. But the other Cox, Matera, on the inside with Giroux, is a regular rider. You know, ran well at, at uh, Churchill in the Chaluki. Uh, has uh, got graded, It's uh, placed a graded stakes and has actually won a couple listed stakes. Uh, and is one for one at Oakland uh, last year and an optional claimer. Moving up in class here, though, I, I, I like the outside better. I think Coach has got a lot more back class than Matera, so that's why I picked him on top here, or her on top. And then Miss Bigley for Phil D'Amato, raced in the Pippin last time out against Coach. and got beat by three, but set the pace to a half mile. Might like it a little better on a dry track, and has a 94 buyer back in her history. And then Queen Goddess for uh, Michael McCarthy, shipping out from Santa Anita. Um, Horse took it off the turf last time out. She ran the best buyer of her life in the, winning the American Oaks, so Thank you, Guy. She's a strong contender in here as well. So, really well matched field. But, uh, gonna go with coach for Brad Cox and Santana on the outside.
0: Ended up taking, uh, Queen Goddess from the Michael McCarthy barn. Grade one winner. Now, it was an off the turf race, but I think the pedigree is here to handle dirt for this one. So, um, off that nice win last time, I'm gonna take her to try to beat one of the two Brad Cox runners. I've got coach second and Matera next. So I think those two are probably going to be very tough to beat. I'm going to try to beat them with Queen Goddess and go three deep when we get to the pick four. The 10th uh, race is the grade three Razorback Handicap. Four-year-olds and up in a mile and the 16th. I thought this was uh, a really tough handicapping challenge. I ended up taking a stand with Superstock. His best races have been at Oakland, including the Arkansas Derby last spring. Uh, he ha- is just a four-year-old, so he's got some upside left. This is his four-year-old debut. I don't know that anybody else in here is that scary, and uh, this horse likes the track. Uh, Asmussen, I think this is a family horse for, uh, for Asmussen. Um, the works are really nice, a little faster than you typically see from his barn. So I'm going to say Superstock is ready to fire his best shot on a track that he really likes, and I'm going to take him to win. But I like Plainsman uh, from the Brad Cox barn, has a couple of wins at Oaklawn. Promise Keeper from Pletchers, you got to respect. Two Deodoro runners, Thomas Shelby and Lone Rock. I think I may be a little short for Lone Rock. And uh, Last Samurai from Dallas Stewart's Barn beat Superstock last time, so I figured I had to put that one in there too when we get to the pick four. But I took Superstock on top. How about you?
1: Well, you didn't mention one of my horses here that I that I had in my pick four the last rated time. Rated R rated Superstar? Rated R Superstar.
0: <laughs> That's the, the one, one I struggled right? with
1: loves Oakland, absolutely loves Oakland, and came off a uh, short layoff last time out, been off since September, but fired first time out with a 95 buyer, and loves to come from way out of it. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get a hot, as hot a pace as he had the last time, but there's some really quality horses here. Thomas Shelby is going to go to the lead. He couldn't get the lead last time out um, in that um, uh, in that listed stakes, back on january 15th but he he contested lead and ready superstar ran ran down the outside by three quarters length and thomas shelby's got a big shot in here as well but ready our superstar gonna be my upset pick here i think he can make it two in a row Superstock has got to be considered last samurai has got to be considered lone rock's got to be considered but unlike you i would not bet lone rock to win this race i think he's gonna get the money but he, he's longer he, he needs more distance and um uh, I just think he's gotten better at the longer distances as he's gotten older, and he's seven years old now. Uh when he can't leave out for Brad Cox and Joel Rosario, but uh, I'm going to take another shot with rated R Superstar.
0: So let's go to the ninth race as we look at our pick four. It's an allowance for Phillies and Mayors four and up, but this one is a sprint, though, at six furlongs. How do you see that one?
1: I went uh, I-, I have four horses I'm going to use here in the uh, pick four, and my top pick is uh the ten horse Pharaoh's heart for Steve Asmussen. I think he just draw a line through that last race at Santa Anita. I don't think um I don't think she wanted any part of a mile and an eight. Dropping back to six furlongs here, good positional speed, good finish in those two races at Santa Anita at that distance. And um guess Rosario here, uh he doesn't ride that much for Asmussen, but he's twenty six percent. So like Pharaoh's heart at five to one, which is probably generous. I don't think you're going to get that when they go off. Also, we use Wings of an Angel. Uh, first, uh, first time out for Larry Jones, uh, Broker maiden by two and a half. Uh, got a lot of money. Went off at seven to one, and uh, impressive buyer of seventy-three. Joyful Cadence for John Ortiz, a seventy-eight buyer last time out at Oaklawn, and uh, probably going to improve off that. It would be right there, and then the eleven horse for, for uh, Deodoro, well-spent, for Deodoro and Cohen who have been uh, tearing it up pretty well all all winter. So uh, I'm going to use well-spent just because of the connections. I'm going to but uh, my pick in here is Pharaoh's Heart for Steve Asmussen.
0: I'm going to single here, not real wild about doing it, but um, got to be able to make the ticket affordable. And I'm going to key in on Joyful Cadence. I like that last race for Ortiz. Uh, I think um, this horse could come right back with another strong performance in here. And if I don't narrow it down, then I'm probably going to have to go really deep and I can't do that and keep the ticket affordable. So I'm going to take a stand with joyful cadence in here. There are a couple of horses that I, I think are real dangerous from the same barn, from the Contreras barn. Uh, I've, I've found that you know he, his horses, once they uh, get a, a start or two under the belt, they uh, start to improve when they move into his barn and the six Guiana K. And the uh, 14, if uh, she draws in, Montgomery Park, are both horses to, to keep an eye on if you want to go a little deeper in this leg and you can narrow down somewhere else on your ticket. But I'm going to single Joyful Cadence and a uh, very shaky single, but I'm going to try that. Now, let's go to the 11th race. That's a straight three-year-old maiden, one mile, which is two turns at Oaklawn. Uh, I ended up taking uh, Deputy Connect on top for Brad Cox. I like that 74 buyer in the debut. And... This one has the pedigree to stretch out. We the People is a firster for Brissette and Windstar and could be very dangerous. Um, Frisco Line from Brad Cox. Uh, Kuchar the 9 is another Brissette and Windstar connected horse. And then Switzer from Moquette uh, has a two-turn race under his belt already. And uh, a couple of good runs before that around one turn. So. I'm going to go five deep on this, ra- this race. On the uh, late pick four, how do you see the eleventh?
1: Well, I ran out of money, so I got a single somewhere, and I think you can do a whole lot worse in this sequence than singling Deputy Connect for Brad Cox. Uh, this horse broke dead last out of the gate in, in his um, uh, maiden debut back in December at Oaklawn. Was 15 lengths out of it first call, and got beat by two and three quarters. Got a 74 buyer did get a lot of backing that day was 12 to one, which is really light for a Brad Cox horse. That concerns me a little bit, but, uh, with that one under his belt, I just think that if he improves at all from that in the stretch out to a mile and he should like it uh, out of connect. And I, I think, I think he ought to, he ought to take this field. He's got a drawn inside. Well, as, as he gets out of the gate, well, if he gets out of the gate last, he probably won't win, but, uh, if, he, if they got him gate-schooled, I think Brad probably got him got him working really hard right now. So Deputy Connect is my single here. Uh, I kind of wonder why Giroux is not riding that that horse. I wonder if Arietta got the call over Giroux or if Giroux chose to ride for Brissette, which would be very unusual uh, over Brad Cox, his normal go-to guy. But we the people, the first, and Deputy Connect's got to race over the track, so that's why I went with Deputy Connect. The other horses you mentioned, Brad Cox's other horse, Frisco Line, with Santana up. Certainly got a shout in here. Papa Rocket in the outside for Lucas. And um, uh, maybe Cooser the other Brissette. But uh, I'm going to take a stand with Deputy Connect, the two horse.
0: My pick four ticket is three deep in the first leg, one, six, seven. Then I'm going to single Joyful Cadence, the two. So then I'm going deep in the last two legs, two, three, five, six, seven, eight in the 10th, five nine ten in the 11th. $45 ticket, and uh, need to get Joyful Cadence home. How about your pick-four ticket?
1: Well, I've got a similarly priced ticket. I've got a $40 ticket. I've got four deep, one, two, six, seven in the first leg, with two, four, ten, eleven, with two, three, four, six, eight, with two. If we get both our singles home, I think we've got a shot at both hitting it. So,
0: that would be cause we're going we we're,
1: we got a lot of coverage in the other races. So uh, I think I think both of ours are reasonable singles. Um I like to see my maiden in special weight, especially the last leg of a pick four, but I also like to be alive. So uh, I thought Brad Cox was was a good go-to guy in the last race
0: there. Best of luck wherever you're playing on Saturday. It's a nice card at Oaklawn. Uh, Tampa's got a nice card too with a uh, grade three derby prep down there. So some good racing around the country uh, this weekend. If you're playing on Saturday and or Sunday while you're getting ready for the big game, uh, make sure you have funds in your Keelan Select account. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach, and that's the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.